Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? How's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad. Pretty good. Glad we got a college football Saturday with Arkansas this week. Absolutely. I mean, we can't ask for more than that. You know, we're going to be able to watch the Hogs and, and uh, you know, enjoy the Saturday. And that, that's always a good thing. Uh, I know everybody, I'm going to have everybody in my family at least with their first shot of the vaccine on Saturday. So it's all going to be a really good Really good Saturday. Be able to sit back and relax and, and enjoy the day. Um, yeah, I really can't wait. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's great news and no better way to celebrate with a SEC game. Hopefully a winnable game against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. I know we beat UAPB, but it still feels like we're kind of on a, a three-game losing streak, so it would be fun to write the ship this weekend. You know, speaking of that UAPB game, I have a question. Like, and I just want to—I want to address this right away. Get it out the get it get it right out the gate. Get it out of the way. That game, the atmosphere did not feel like a Little Rock game atmosphere. It just did not feel like a, a normal Little Rock, Little Rock game would. Now, the games we've seen in Fayetteville have been good good games. You know they've, they've they've been like the the games you would expect in Fayetteville. Even the press said, you know, after the Little Rock game, it just felt like drab, like it just wasn't an exciting, fun game to be at. And I know that we are playing UAPB, but it was a very historic game, you know. And yeah, you know, I just you just gotta wonder, like, did people not show up because it's a HBC? Or did they not show up because, like, COVID? You know, like, what what was the deal there, right? Because I'm a big advocate of Little Rock games. But that's the best we can do in Little Rock anymore. Like, that's not that's not going to cut it. That's not going to fly moving forward. You know, and I hope it's not because they're a HBCU. I hope not, man. I hope not, man. That would be embarrassing if it was. Uh, but, golly, it just didn't seem... You know, like a like a Little Rock game normally does. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm fair if, if 
people are if people down there in Little Rock that are really wanting the games to stay there. Feel like and you haven't had one in a couple of years. You feel like the attendance would be better than forty thousand, and that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're giving a couple thousand. I mean, not you know, not not ten thousand of those are UAPB fans, but you still think there's enough of UAPB alumni or fans or students that would are still going to go to that game to increase mm-hmm. that, and you still only got. I guess the official number was forty-two thousand. Like, and on a beautiful Saturday mm-hmm. in October, that like you can't just show. You know, still the still the teams had some good wins this year. Like it's we're not we're not we're not as bad as we have been in football. So it's still a decent amount of team. It shouldn't really matter who what team comes in there. Um, exactly, it shouldn't think, matter. You think to prove that you want Little Rock games in the future, I feel like they would just come out. Hey, take advantage and and if if you're thinking that. like, oh, this is going to be a sure win, you know, why the hell wouldn't you want to go to a sure yeah. win? Yeah, Are you like, I'm sure. a fan. I'd want to be there, especially at a sure win, right? Yeah. Like, that's like tailgate it up. Have some fun, you know? Go in there feeling right. I mean, you get a sure win. Have fun. Yeah, especially, I mean, especially as many people live down there and fans and then South Arkansas, of course, and fans coming from the, uh, the Deltas, like you're closer, so you don't have to. I know it's an early game, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're able to not drive that far you're able to wake up early and tailgate and know after the game you can still spend the rest of the day because you know you're going to win mm-hmm. and it ended up that way i mean it ended up still <laughs> you know 49 to 3 or whatever so you it ended up what like you thought or yeah at least close to it you know what i mean where you can enjoy the day and that was kind of surprising that it didn't seem like hey we need to make hey let's have a concerted effort to make sure it's known that we as little are proponents of having war memorial games i mean there so was, I, it kind of makes me sad i don't want it to go away now i was like oh man there was a whole <laughs> end zone that was empty just empty just damn nobody in it like that 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 shouldn't happen man that that should not happen that place should be packed and rocking and rolling and 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 ready to go and you just you gotta wonder like what what caused the low attendance you know there had to be something that that caused that low attendance and you know, I wish we could put our finger on it and say, okay, here, this is what it is. You know what I mean? But, like, everything's so speculative when you think about it, right? It could be yeah. could be this. It could be the COVID situation just causing people not to want to, you know, get out and stuff. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the vaccination rates and things like that are down in Little Rock or how weary people are, you know. But, uh, you know, I know down here they don't give a damn. They're just, they just, they just, they, they don't care. They'll just get in little huddles and look each other's face at ball games or whatever. They don't, they don't care, man. They're just, they're just having fun, right? Firing the yeah, cans. I was swigging <laughs> high school games, same way. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I wouldn't think that's the reason. I wouldn't think it's because they're at HBCU. I wouldn't think that's, that's the reason. Um, God, I hope not. Either that they would. Like you said, I mean, this is just because, like, look, you're not going to get, you're not going to get a, you're probably not, definitely not getting LSU after that. You know what I mean? But, like, if you want Missouri or if you want a Mississippi State or Ole Miss or somebody like that to come, Mm -hmm. uh, you got to show, like, wow, wow, they came 55, 58,000 strong for UAPB. Man, maybe we should have a, 
You know what I mean? It's a great atmosphere. Maybe we should bring another SEC game in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, just, but that, that was my thing with that whole game was just like, wow, the attendance was, was so low, you know, and then we went out there and we handled business. We did what we needed to do, you know, um, and you know, that was good to see. It's good to get a win under our belt, you know, and then it's good to be able to change the loss categories at the end of this, you know, podcast when I'm writing it up to win. (laughs) I'm excited for it. Um, (laughs) So, you know, to me, it's like, all right, we, 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 we got a win, you know, now we need to get some more in the, uh, in the SEC and it's crazy. You know, we're going to go see a Mississippi state team. That's like a mirror image of our team almost, but they do have more SEC wins, but I don't feel like the SEC teams they've played have been, you know, the best quality except for A&M, which they beat, which is interesting. Yeah, we beat A and M. They beat A and M. So I don't know. I guess we're fixing to find out who's the best five and two, you know, team in the or five and three in the uh, SEC. I guess. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, I mean, we're sitting dead last in the SEC West, so this is a big, big game for us. I mean, a big game for Mississippi State as well because they don't want to be in the cellar and they're trying to, um, you know, it's Leach's second year. They're trying to. Mm-hmm. Keep out of that. I mean, that's to see West, toughest division, and not just not just college football. It's the toughest division in football, and just football any anywhere. There's not a division, and obviously NFL teams are better, or whatever. But I'm, as far as just a stacked division, where you're just in any level football, maybe in any sport, I, maybe I mean maybe there's a soccer league or things like that that I have no idea, a cricket league that I have no idea with the division. But it is so tough and. This is a big game for, I mean, two teams that's going to be very competitive that are going to be fighting for and uh, motivated for a win. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're coming off a bye week, so we're nice and healthy, healed up. You know, hopefully we had time to, like, really dig into this team. You know, we've had time to really make the scheming the way we want it. We're going to see a really good, you know, program come out, and, and we're going to have a really good second half of uh football this year but you know i think the the biggest thing is that you know the the team if we can beat a and m if we can beat lsu if we can beat mizzou then we can go to the outback bowl and i'm gonna have a big ass party at my house so i'm just saying like i really hope we can do that Right, like I really want to see that. I think we're capable of doing that, but I mean, if we fall here, you know, it might be a situation where we, we're scrapping, you know, for that last bowl game win, and we we finally get it at LSU or Missouri or something like that. And uh, you know, you wind up being a you know <clears throat> seven win team. You know what I mean? Six win team instead of a uh, you know eight win team. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I think, I don't know. We got a good opportunity. I'll tell you that. You know, even if we do just get six wins, I mean, it's it's better than what we got last year. And I think what we predicted eight, right? So we're still on mm-hmm. we're still on track for eight, and we're on track for the uh, Outback Bowl, and that's what we predicted at the beginning of the year. So I hope I hope we can get there. I hope we do. I really do. And I think if you beat this team, all right, you know, like you can do it. Like we can get there. We beat, you know, 
once once you once you beat Mississippi State. I feel like like this game is like the precursor to like can we make it happen, right? Like they're the probably the next toughest team I feel like we have on our schedule. Yeah, I feel like the I mean, way I'm, that I'm discounting Alabama altogether because you know they'll probably obviously yeah. beat us. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not worried about. Uh, I mean, hell, they're yeah, it's Alabama. Um, even LSU, even down there, they seems like they're giving up on the season. They play Alabama this week, and I think they're like thirty point underdogs. I mean, even in LSU's worst years and Bama's best years, that's that's pretty wild. And so once they get smacked around by Bama, what are they going to have to play for? You know what I mean? Even more so than they had this week, last mm-hmm. week. Um, so Mississippi State's, I mean, one of the tough, besides Bama, the, probably the toughest, it seems. Like they're on a roll because they're coming off a win against a ranked Kentucky team. Mm-hmm. Uh, an overrated Kentucky team, but it's still top 15. I mean, that's how the rankings are. A lot of teams have two or three losses in the top. Hell, we've, we're like 27th, like just outside the top 25, and I couldn't believe that. Like, it's like, really? We've worked, I mean, we're five and three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there's a lot of kind of a jumbled mess. And then Missouri, obviously, we got a good chance and need to break that losing streak against them. So this would be state. This is like, this seems like you're like, like exactly what you're saying. Like, this win would propel us and for I the think, rest of the season. And I think you're, you get back healthy. You know, like, we're getting back. You look at our, our injury roster, and we don't have hardly anybody on there. We're coming back almost 100% healthy yeah. right now. So, I mean, you're coming back with a full head of steam with everybody on your team, you know, out there getting after it, a healthy team. Like, that's scary. And late in the season, late in the season, you know, all you needed was a bye week to, to heal up. That's good. That's 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 something else right there. You know, that's that's tough. But you know, yeah, it took us eight. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, I felt like we got beat up there at the first of the year. I felt like we came out real strong, and we just got like our depth got exposed. It feels like as we moved into the end of the year, and now having that time to, you know, heal up and be able to come out strong. Like, can we come back like we did at the beginning of the year, and and really kick some ass? You know, I think so. I think so. Hell, maybe we could beat Alabama. You never know. If we win the next two, we'll definitely be predicting that. I'm be sure. feeling good. <laughs> I, pred- <laughs> I, predict, I predict that we'll predict a win against Alabama, just like we did against Georgia. Man, we, if we win the next we two, yeah, if we win the next two, we're definitely going to be hyped. I mean, we ran into a buzzsaw at Georgia, and they've done nothing but whip everybody's ass since, since we've played them. So that's nothing really to be ashamed. But, yeah, it's like it took us eight weeks to get to a bye week. Mm-hmm. And even that UAPB game, uh, that's why we didn't really talk too much, like you know, go over every play in it because it just felt like we were kind of just got got the got that forty nine points in the first half and hit the well, we played twelve minute quarters in the second half and just had a pretty much a running clock, so it's like that didn't even matter. It's kind of sleepwalking through it. So that's, mm-hmm. but it was nice just to get a full full bye week. Um, feel like we're refreshed, kind of like you know what's kind of happened against. Like A and M, when our defensive line was still really good, we just had that three-man pressure, and we were getting um, to the same quarterback that that beat Bama. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's kind of what we need to do against Mississippi State. Hopefully, the whole defense refreshed. Uh, hopefully, that D line is ready to kind of get after Mississippi State's quarterback. Because I don't know if we've had a sack in you know, since A and M game, mm-hmm. um, and I'm serious about that. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I hope we see our defense improve. I definitely do. I, you know, and, and they did, you know, kind of take a downward, you know, spiral. But at the same time, you know, you had guys that were hurt. You had you had guys that you know had to had to sit out, and you know, I think that caused us to not play at a hundred percent to some degree, but. I don't know. Sometimes you got to tackle, you got to wrap up, you know, you got to take people to the ground, you know, you just got to be more deliberate about it, you know, and that's just, that's just coaching. That's just like want to. Yeah. They still got, these guys are still practicing. I mean, they, they're, they're one of the highest levels of, you know what I mean? At mm-hmm. the highest level of college football, they, they know how to tackle it's You know what I mean? Or they should, and they should be able to have the capabilities of doing it. And I know we lost Jalen Catalan, you know, all, preseason sec was headed toward an all sec season and um him losing it but now we're prepared now we've had a couple weeks to know to get the back his backups uh the other safeties prepared to hey this is the rest of your season yeah i ain't worried i mean hopefully hopefully the defense recovers because it happened last year well that you know started off really well hell last year uh mississippi state's first game of the first week of the uh, season last year mississippi state just whips up on LSU, just sets passing records. The next week we hold them to seven points. Um, so, but then we kind of faltered the second half of last year's season. So hopefully, hopefully it's not an Odom thing. Hopefully we can get it corrected. Go from there. Yeah, I don't know. I heard Texas Tech's looking at Odom pretty. Got their eye on him. So. There's, there's a TCU. I don't know. One. Ah, both. I mean, T- both of them. TCU. Uh, their coach retired. All the season, so crazy. It's, it's kind of the level like I'd see him going. I don't know. It's okay. I'm not gonna just cry. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say, "Hey, we need to pay him several million dollars a year to stay." So he wants to go. You know. You know, I I don't know. I mean, that was a you know. I think the thing about the biggest thing I, I noticed with that uh, with that game, if we're gonna you know, if we want to talk about the UAPB game a little bit, the biggest thing I noticed with the game was I felt like early in the game there were some uh, special teams blunders, you know, and I, I feel like that was probably the biggest you know sore thumb or whatnot that that i saw at the beginning of the game of course we came out and scored hard twice you know quickly uh and it was you know it was just pretty much us dominating from that point forward um but you know and then the second half it was just mainly you know we did we just got a lot of backups in and stuff and that was cool that they got some time uh but you know, I, I felt like that that that's the biggest thing was like we gotta get this special team situation fixed. Like we gotta get that fixed. That's been an issue for the entire damn year and we're halfway through the year at this point. So we should be seeing improvement in that area. And I know it wasn't a lot of things and I know I know what what we had the punt return, right? Which is awesome. Uh but you know, you gotta fix those special team things, right? You gotta, you gotta fix those. You gotta stop, you know, bumbling these these punts and things, man. Yeah, it's gonna, it's come back. Our special teams has been atrocious for several years. Man. Gotta do something about it. 
But yeah, that was the first Perotti had that uh, punt return for a touchdown. I couldn't believe it because first one, and I, I can't remember one of them, Joe Adams. So that's been a decade. So, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much the whole game right there. It's like we dominated. We had like teeny tiny little issues on special teams that were annoying. And, uh, you know, that, that was like, that, that's how I would sum that whole, that whole game up. Um, you know, wasn't a bad game. Wasn't the most exciting game in the, in the whole wide world, but wasn't a bad game. And we, we, we did well, you know, um, you know, you just hope that you don't have any issues when you're playing a team like that. You don't have any kind of hiccups, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, but it's happened, so. And we haven't proven that we can clean them up yet. Mm-hmm. But it, hopefully we don't have any of those miscues against. Hell, even Texas, I mean, we got lucky in that one. One of the first plays of the game, that could have changed the whole game, is when we dropped a punt. Luckily, we fumbled it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even things like that, even in those wins, some of those wins we haven't been great. Oh, yeah. Well, we had some offsides and stuff. You know, on the offensive line and things like that, well, they're in this game too. So yeah, it's like delay a game. Fumbled. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with, I'm surprised, like the backups. I mean, Hornsby was like one out of five, but running game looked good. I mean, it just looked like I mean Dominic Johnson. He had a stretch where he carried like three or four times in a row where he had twenty yard plus yard runs. Mm-hmm. So. And Burks, of course, a couple touchdowns. But, I mean, just nothing really, no game that we'll probably just, like, oh, 10 years from now, we're just like, oh, that was a classic game against UAPB down in Little Rock. Let's, yeah. let's watch that over. I say that in 10 years from now. <laughs> we're going to this. Sometime we're going to listen to this episode. You remember that time we won the <laughs> Outback Bowl? Let's go watch that whole year. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be a fun thing to do. Oh, I remember that UAPB game. Yeah. Well, we watched Texas and A&M and Mississippi State, LSU, et cetera. We got to watch UAPB, too. We got to watch all the wins. Exactly. Never say never. I don't know, man, but that's all I got on, on UAPB. I don't know if you want to get into, you know, more detail on that or whatnot, but. I mean, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it was a game. We won. We expected to win. We went out and did our job, and that's what we were supposed to do. A win is a win is a win. You move to the next game, you know. Let me ask you one question. All right, glaring obvious question that I think that the other fans asked us during the game. So I want to go ahead and ask this: Was do you think they took their foot, you know, off the throat? Do you think they took their their foot off the gas? Do you think we should have oh, yeah. been more like vengeful in how we like beat them? Should we have went out in the second half and just kept putting it on them for Scored like another I mean, well for like another quarter you know oh <laughs> uh, i don't know i just that's just seemed like we were just ready to get to the bye week but yeah I, I, the foot was definitely <laughs> taken off i mean we could have kept scoring it was pretty bad they're, oh yeah they're not a good football i mean they're they're a one-win team and that wasn't even it i'm gonna tell you I'm my, from my opinion from my opinion and i feel like this is the right thing to do i feel like you get out there you whip them you got them whipped. You know that your second strength handle. You get them guys out there. You get them some experience. You let them have some fun too. Let them play some football. That's what they're out there for, you know. Yeah, and for sure. And you keep your superstars healthy, and you start healing them up for the next game, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, but like the even the backups, like we couldn't even 
or like have some couple good drives for like the second string and guys that's going to play in the future, or guys that we need as backups to give them confidence and have some fun. Like I couldn't even believe like we couldn't even do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think? Let me ask. Do you think if it wouldn't have been an in-state, like if it would have been um, like Florida A&M or or it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a SWAT college or HBCU. Yeah. I was going to say Jackson, not Jackson State. They would have came to play, but, they, you know, a Graham or just somebody that just like, do you think if it's just another team that was outmatched, like a non-conference, like FCS Division One AA, uh, do you think we would have taken it, like done that? Or is it, do you think we just felt sorry for you? <laughs> no, I just think it's Sam to... Pittman's style. You know, yeah, he's a, he's he's like a he's like a saving type guy. You know, he's not just gonna beat the hell out of you, beat the hell out of you. You know, he'll feel sorry yeah. for you, dangle some points out in front of you, let you feel like you might be able to come back. You know, we didn't knowing, shut him out. Knowing at any time he could just finish it. You know, if he needed to, he knows he's got it in his back pocket. Yeah. He could just trot him out there and just destroy him again. So why do that, right? Why do that? And yeah. and I, like I said, I think in the middle of the season like this, you got guys that need to heal up, but you got moms and dads that got kids out there that've been riding the bench all year, that are you know streaking down the field for a touchdown. So <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're right. Anyway, I yeah, I don't know. As long as we win, that's all I care about, you know. And I think that, you know, we did that. And uh, so I don't know. Well, when you look at this Mississippi State team, when we switch gears and go over there, I mean, I, Leach has not been as impressive as I thought he would, you know, in, in the SEC. Um and I don't know if it's just his coaching style or, or what it is. But, you know, and I, I said this earlier, you look at our wins and they, he has more SEC wins this year, right? Um, so what do you think? Do you think, am I just being biased here when I say like, oh, well, his SEC wins came from teams that, you know, were, were struggling except for Texas A&M? But we beat Texas A&M, too, so yeah. were they struggling at some point in the season and figured it out and turned it around, right? That's the question. Yeah, the Vander, Vander, beating Vanderbilt shouldn't even count. So, mm-hmm. really, honestly, they they really should be considered, I was about to say, um, they should be, well, I guess that'd be one, they should be considered... Not not two and three, but they should be considered two and two because that shouldn't count. I don't think anybody in the SEC should count that as a win, especially against this year's Vanderbilt. Um, uh, I mean, at at A and M's pretty. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. I remember uh, watching some of that game, and they really like A and M struggled, and that's the week before A and M beat beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. So um, LSU kind of losing to them. Uh, I mean, at first, like losing to Memphis, Memphis hadn't been good at all this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kentucky, I mean, that's okay. I think I think Arkansas beats Kentucky this year. Their offense is not very good, or Kentucky's offense is not very good this year. I'm not sure how Kentucky got up to th- <laughs> be ranked 12th at the time. Well, they didn't win, um, or they didn't lose for a long damn time this year. 
Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, they well, can. I guess until they ran into Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and Georgia destroys everybody. We've seen that all year. All right, so look, so they played Mississippi State, thirty-five to thirty-four, or, or I'm sorry, Louisiana Tech, thirty-five thirty-four win, uh, just barely, just barely beat them. I mean, that's crazy. At at Starkville, you know, first game of the year, and you almost lost. You squeezed out of there by a point. Yeah. <laughs> Against the uh-huh. team that is Louisiana Tech, and it looked like they were going to damn beat them in that game. I watched that game. And it yeah, they like were they were, were a big man. time. Yeah, yeah, that like was, it that was wasn't like kind of impressive. It, it wasn't they like they out. were lucky that they were there, man. You know. Mm-mm. And what are they like? Conference USA or something? Like what is Louisiana Tech? They're no big time USA program for now. Yeah, yeah. That's so. no. It was. You're right about that. It was. It was a. Uh, it they was got looking like I, I thought for sure. Skip Holtz over there. Is that? I don't know if he's still the coach. He might be. I think he's he was for a long time. Oh, then you got North Carolina State. Yeah, he is. Yeah, then you got North Carolina State, and you got the uh, the win there, and you know the Wolf Dogs. They're not ever you know that good, really. I mean, they have every once in a while they have their years, but this ain't it. Uh, then they played Memphis. And they got beat by Memphis. And that was another close game. Very close game. 29-31. Like, very close. I mean, what do you think about Memphis this year? I mean, I think they're okay. I don't think they're, you know, no, an they're amazing not very, team. They're not, very not one of the best Memphis' teams in the last few mm-hmm. years, that's for sure. Yeah, no, they're not. They're, they're definitely not. They, they beat the LSU, like you said. I don't think that LSU team is... is you know, well, hell, even they lost LSU. They already fired their damn. Oh, they did. They lost to LSU. Sorry, uh, at home, twenty-five, twenty-eight. And I don't think that. I'll still say it. I don't give a damn. They lost to them. I still don't think LSU is that good of a team this year, man. I don't think they are, man. You got a coach that's been fired in the middle of the season. All the players are upset. They all loved him. Yeah, no, everybody loved him so much, they couldn't even fire him and kick him right out the door and get him hell out there. They'd, like, fire him mid-season and give him some time so everybody could adjust to the loss. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much everybody liked Coach O. So you got a coach that just don't give a shit, man, just riding it out, man, just eating cheeseburgers and hanging out with the ladies. That's what he's doing. He's oh, been yeah. doing it for a while, but now it's, like, <laughs> full-time. Like, before he was giving you guys, he was giving... He was giving LSU some effort, and now I bet he's not. <laughs> and then you got Texas A&M, and they beat them. And golly, I mean that's later. That's 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 further on down the year. Was that before? That was after they beat Bama, wasn't it? So they beat Bama. No, was, no, they they lost to Mississippi State, then beat Bama. So they was lost to Mississippi, Mississippi State, then beat Bama. Yeah, because when Alabama played Mississippi State, that was where Alabama was pissed that they lost to Texas A&M the week before, so they just took it to <laughs> okay. took it to Mississippi State. So that's their bye week right there. Okay, I see. And then yeah. Bama just beats the hell out of them, bad, like forty nine to nine. And the Bama's mm-hmm. going to do that to everybody for the rest of the year. They're upset, man, yeah. rightfully so. I wish we could have been the one to beat Bama, though. Like, I wish they wouldn't have been pissed off till the week after they played us. I mean, look, man, we beat 
Texas A&M. And Texas A&M beat Bama. So that means we can do beat Bama. We just got to get lucky and do it like they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's everything's got to come together. Sure. <laughs> um, and then you got like this Vanderbilt win, like you said, man. And that's like, why would you beat Vanderbilt by 45 points, man? Like, that's like playing UAPB, man. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Like, that's just mean. And now they're playing us. You know, they're probably all hyped up. Oh, they played Kentucky, beat Kentucky. Which Kentucky, they hadn't lost the game the entire year and then lost to these fools. Yeah, that right? well, they, uh, they, lost, they lost to Georgia by a couple touchdowns. But looking at, like, Kentucky's schedule, Poor like, Kentucky. they barely beat... Oh, we're about to have this up at. Damn. Lord. I don't know. The rest of their wins really hadn't been. Kentucky's schedule hadn't been too great. Especially knowing Florida's terrible. But they, well, they did beat LSU pretty good. That don't matter. But they barely beat South Carolina, who sucks this year. Beat Chattanooga by five. Beat Missouri by only seven. Missouri's bad. Not really impressed by Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, they beat South Carolina by six. They did go in there and beat Georgia. I mean, that's pretty good. Or, I mean, Florida. That's pretty good for Kentucky to beat Florida. For Kentucky, yeah. That's the first time they beat them at home in a long time. And they beat LSU pretty handedly. Man, now they get to play Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Like, they, they're going to win out the rest of the year. Tennessee, yeah. Vanderbilt, New Mexico, and Louisville. What? What? Like, why don't wins. we have anything? We never have anything like that. Ever. Never. Not any year. Ever do we play teams like that. Ever. We are, like, when it comes to our schedule, we are the cream of the crop, man. If we whip everybody's ass, there is no doubting that we are the champion. There's no, like, oh, man, but look at their schedule. Yeah, no, it ain't going to be like that, is it? <laughs> man, they just give us the toughest damn schedules every single year, man. Year in, year out. No matter what, COVID, COVID's gone. <laughs> Give All us these Georgia teams two playing Vanderbilt too. From Ole Miss freaking, got to play Vanderbilt. I know from the east, like just or the west, just all these western teams playing Vandy's. Like what the hell? Yeah, that's a BS. Man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Mississippi State, they're. It's a Mike Leach team, man. They're going to throw it 60 times. I think the stats are like, let's see. I think their quarterback, Will Rogers, has attempted like 440 passes, and K.J. Jefferson's attempted like 170. So <laughs> just the difference in styles. It's pretty crazy. Will Will Rogers, man. Like, Will Rogers. Do you yeah. remember the old cowboy yeah, pictures? Yeah, like the cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I don't know how old I am. I'm like, am I just that old, man? That, like nobody else. Because that was before my time. Like, yeah, no, no. I was like, that was like, like my grandpa and my dad was like, check this, you know, check this out, you know. And I remember it was like that. Yeah, no, that is. 
there's like the kids foundation i don't other people are probably going to remember this right that are like my ages like there was like the kids foundation and it played at the beginning of movies in the movie theater yeah. <laughs> and talk about it and ask you to donate and stuff <laughs> Oh man, oh, man. Yeah, that Will Rogers died in 1935, so that's a little bit before. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> Lord, ah man, and now we got us a Will Rogers playing on Mississippi State, and that's just the team for some cowboy guy mm-hmm. to play on too, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Well, let's see here. What the hell do they got? Let's look at this. Let's see who the hell they got on their team. If they got anybody worth a damn here. Yeah, that Louisiana Sorry, Tech I, game. I normally a, have all this up. Sorry. <laughs> Louisiana Tech game was Bulldogs complete largest comeback in issue history. What were they down? 20-point deficit with 12 minutes remaining. That's pretty good. In front of 44,000. Good Lord. That's all they could get for the first game of the year. Crazy. It's pretty embarrassing. They should have seen a loss that day. Every last one of them. Really? I mean, their defense is much like better than their offense. Yeah, it's... it's I mean, usually the Leech kind of has a struggling off our defense but they're they're not they're not too shabby this year Mm-mm, they're really not you know you got that davis kid defensive end he's having a hell of a year what's this gosh boy they your team's got some different. Why don't you put your depth chart and your damn stats? Your not not stats from the last game. I don't care about stats from the Louisiana Tech game. Your team stats, and your depth chart, right there. Or how about you have stats right beside your players on your depth? How about that? Make it easier for you know podcasts. Do their main focus. Oh, yeah, no, it's like they don't have. Yeah, it's like they don't. They don't have. Uh... They don't have it together at all, man, for sure. Yeah, like you had to like really dig down in there to, you know, to find the damn thing. But I I don't know, man. You got that, you know, you got, they they got a stable of running backs with that Marks and Johnson and Jerrigan or however the hell you say his name. You know, that Johnson's six foot, you know, big old kid, kind of a bruiser, you know. Other, the other guys are, you know, shorter, quicker backs. Yes, and they use them a lot in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Man, they average 2.6 yards a rush. That's terrible. But they do use, I mean, a lot of their passes like runs. But that other game against Kentucky, I was preparing to come on this podcast and be like, wow, that, that marks uh, for Mississippi State's a hell of a running back. It's like, well, I mean, he is a running back, but. Apparently didn't run the ball. I guess I didn't notice that. It's crazy. 
They had a pretty good game that game, though. But yeah, they... Him and Johnson, that's about the only two you're going to see in the backfield. I mean, when you look Rogers at... Rodgers doesn't run. That's yeah. not... That's that's exciting that... Uh, maybe I'm a coward, man. But it's, I like that to face a quarterback that I don't have to worry about running the... And ran it all year. Not one time. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice. You don't have to worry about him escaping out. The last time we saw him, Bo Nix for Auburn. Mm-hmm. And you look at our offenses, you know, we're scoring 32 points per game. They're scoring 28. So, I mean, like, we, you know, if you, if you like, run the numbers on this thing and you're like, who's, you know, you know, who, who's got, you know, the better numbers. I mean, we got the better numbers on offense. They got the better numbers on defense. But, you know, it's it's not by much. It's just like a razor-thin margin there. So, I mean, I guess you're probably going to see a big battle, you know, and it's going to be really, does our defense show up against their subpar offense? If our defense shows up against their subpar offense, our offense should be able to outplay their defense because they have a, you know, I wouldn't say a great defense. I'd say it's an average defense, and we have, I'd say, an elite offense and a bad defense. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I'm, I think the big key is just getting them off the field when it's like third and three. Because mm-hmm. like, they're going to get these three and four yards at a time little passes. They're just going to uh, like throw it 60 times a game, but they're not going to like they're down. Through. They're not going to hit you with a 70 yard bomb or anything. And they're just going to dink and dunk all over the field, but they're just going to wear our defense. Are we just going to have to play, you know what I mean, on these long drives? Can we, can we stop them on third down and four? Exactly. Or, and, I mean, and Leach is the same way where he's going to go for them down. I know there's, uh, look, you, you there's tight- been some games where he's turned down field goals. Absolutely. You tighten your, you tighten up your um, special teams. You tighten that up quite a bit. And you go ahead and you get out there and you do what you need to do uh, special teams-wise. And then you just, you, you know, you run the ball. That's what I think. I think we should run the ball, you know. We're looking at their, you know rush defense i mean we should be able to run the ball on them all day long they should they have a better pass defense than they do a rush defense so you know that that's really where we want to keep it out of the air in my opinion yeah that's that's a really good point yeah i i feel pretty confident running besides george i feel confident we can run to anybody mm-hmm. i think just with that with that backfield and then also kj jefferson i believe we can pound it oh yeah um um, maybe, hopefully, I'm hoping for Traylon Smith to have it because he's still listed at the starter um, on the depth chart. But hopefully, he has a big game in a long time because Dominic Johnson and Sanders are are right there, you know, c- kind of contending for those those carries because they've oh. been really taking advantage. A good but lord, it'd be nice to see Traylon Smith just have his best game one of these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dominic Johnson, leading scorer, UAPB game, you know. I mean, uh, leading rusher. I mean, got out there and got it done. You know, did what did what he needed to do, and like made a made a case for getting in the game a little bit more against you know these other teams. Yeah, I mean, the average is seven point nine yards a carry, and that's with forty carries on the year. So he's just. But man, Rocket's fun to watch. Good. He's fun to oh, watch, yeah. man. He's so good, man. He's so fast. And, you know, tray lines right there with them, right? I mean, golly, they're just also, you got to get them all. You got to get all their hands on the ball, you know? Coming in there fresh, you don't like, we don't need anybody to carry the ball 35 times, you know what I mean? And wear them out by the end. We just got these guys, we can just 
put one in after the other to what do you think Houston Nutt would do if he had all these running backs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say KJ can run. So I was some of the uh, direct snaps to the running backs, but he would definitely run it quite a bit. He might think about that wishbone if he had a he'd, he'd have a fullback though. I'd I'd like a good fullback back there. Well, myself anyways, but <laughs> I don't know. If there's no fullbacks that exist anymore, but I guess I still like one. <laughs> I guess that stuff's gone, man. I guess people don't play that way no more, Timbo. <laughs> well, that'd be sweet though to see. <laughs> just all of a sudden, just Pittman just brings in or converts one of these guys that maybe it's like, like I I want to play fullback. I, you know what I mean? I'm not making it at this other position. Let me. That's all I want to do is go hit somebody. I want to be the lead lead blocker and go hit somebody. Maybe a third down and one. Maybe a short yard situation. I get the follow every now and then. What I want to go do is just hit somebody. Now, we always talk about the size of the line. And I think, you know, when you're looking at their offensive line here, you got a medium-sized line. You don't have a huge line. You don't have a, a small line. You got, you know, you got your 6'5", 305, 6'3", uh, 300, 6'7", 320, uh, 315. You know, so, I mean, you got, you know, and that's that's Lashley, Johnson, Sharp. Uh, so, like, you have a line. um, 305, Jones, uh, Cross, uh, 310. You got an offensive line that's like, you know, good size, but they're not monsters. It's not like the biggest. Yeah, you're not seeing any 330, 340, 40 guys, like 6'7". Six, six, well, you got 6'7", 320, but besides that guy, yeah, you're not seeing them. Yeah. Maybe he's got the Chad Morris approach to slim them down to make them quicker. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're. I don't know what they're doing there. That's a, that's that's interesting. But what was that? I don't know. That's what Georgia did. I don't know. Make fun of it and shit. But that's what Georgia did too. So just saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe it depends on how athletic they are when you slim them down. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> When when Morris did it, he had like guys with 280 and stuff. Maybe all those high school kids, he slimmed down really athletic, you know. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's it. That's it for their offense. I mean, that's who you got. You got the, you know, their receivers, Williams and Polk and Whaley. You know, they're 6'3". You know, they're tall, big guys at receivers. And that's one thing we've. We've talked about, you know, what does our matchups look like as far as size goes. And so they should be able to get out there and, like, just pick some balls out of the air and stuff, snag some down. And it will be hard to defend guys that tall, that big, out there, uh, you know, out there playing ball. So, I mean, you know, what are you going to do there? You know, you just got to just gotta play as, as, as tight as you can and hope to disrupt them best you can. Hopefully they don't hit a bunch of those. Yeah, for sure. You gotta get back and rush. You gotta get back, and you gotta affect the quarterback. You know, with a with some sort of a with some sort of a blitz or something. You know, I mean, that's what you get. We got these tall receivers like that. You got you got to do something. You got to be proactive. You know, so hopefully we'll see some blitzes. I hope so. Yeah, we're we're thirteenth in the conference in sacks. Twelve sacks all year. Good, Good lord. lord. Even Ole Miss has 25 sacks. 
Vanderbilt's got seven. Mississippi State's got 16, but that's terrible. <sighs> Maybe Sorry. we'll get some just... more now, though, now that we're playing these. I feel like we've played the toughest teams already. I feel like we're going into a stretch where we're playing easier teams. Now, are we playing Vanderbilt and New Mexico State and Southwestern <laughs> University? No. We're not. Like these other teams, no, we're not. But we we do have an easier schedule than the beginning of the year, even though that was hellacious. It's a little easier. So, oh, good Lord. Yeah, it's definitely easier. What we really need is a defensive touchdown. Remember last year against Mississippi State? I think, I don't know if it was the first, one of the first plays or first drives of the game. Greg Brooks takes a picks a pass off their quarterback and takes it back for a touchdown. That'd be nice. We hadn't done that all year. Yeah, man, it, it would be nice to see some stuff. I just want to, I want to come out here. I want to make no mistakes on special teams, and I want to win this game by fourteen points. That's all I want to do. No mistakes on yeah. special teams. Win the game by fourteen points. If they're beating us up. At halftime, don't tell everybody this is where you want them to be, and that you're gonna you're gonna wear them out. Especially if you're gonna like just go for it right at the end of the game for two and lose it, instead of continuing your strategy into overtime of wearing them down. Duh. Oh, so. I guess I'm saying I don't want the coaches to lose this game. Yeah. That scares me, man. They did, Look, he did here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. He needs to win three games to be above 500 as a head coach. Do we want a head coach that's below 500? So, <laughs> I want to get some damn wins. What is he at now? Eight and twelve, I think, right? Something like that. Oh, eight and ten. Okay, so eight and ten. My bad. So if we win three game three we win Mississippi State, LSU, and Missouri, that'll put him at eleven and ten, lose to Alabama. That'd be eleven and eleven, and then you can win a bowl game and be twelve and eleven and go in the offseason having a winning record. And then never look back from there. How would that feel as a head coach? And I'd feel really good about that as a fan. You know, really good about that. Whew. Old Leach. 20th season, 148 wins and 100 losses. That's a hell of a lot more wins than losses. That's 50 more yeah. wins than losses, man. Let's not, let's not, let's not be 149. We want to be no, 101. We'll leave that to New Mexico or whoever <laughs> else the hell they're playing the rest of the year. Oh, it's Kentucky. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking, <laughs> I looked way too hard at Kentucky's schedule. We don't, Might as well be in New Mexico. They had a, like, oh, I saw got theirs Auburn. Oh, Tennessee State. Tennessee State. Good Lord. Who the hell is Tennessee State? I guess it's no better than UAPB, but damn. Man, we got to beat, we got to beat Mississippi State, LSU, yeah. Missouri. Like, we got to win yeah. these three games. If you don't win these three games, I'm pissed off, man. I'm just going to be honest. 
I'm I'm gonna be mad if we lose this one. Like, especially as good as we've done all year. And I guess a lot of yeah. people would say, oh, Chad, you know, she just went to a bowl game this year. That'd be enough. Yeah, it would have been at the beginning of the year, man. would have been <laughs> enough if we would have, you know, played a close one with Texas and didn't beat them. You know, we went into A&M and barely won that one. You know, it would have been enough. That's not how it happened, man. We shellacked A&M. We beat Texas, you know. We, we, we're, we're a different program we thought we were going to have. We need to at least wind up with the, you know, guesstimate that we made. Yeah, six and six after being ranked number eighth and then eight in the nation, like that's Whew. having all kinds of articles and college game day going to your game and things and people just praising you and all this kind of telling how great you are and then then we're going six and six after that just. This is definitely, yeah, this is definitely, this is definitely the, besides Alabama, the toughest game we got left in the year, man. I'll feel pretty good if we win it. I'll feel pretty good if we're six and three. Mm Mm-hmm. After this one, I'll feel pretty good. Well, when you look at their defense, you know, they, uh, they got a good little defense, you know. They run that little, you know, uh, four-man front, you know, stuff, and so, you know, they're they're doing what they need to do. They get they're 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 not huge and they're not small, um, and I think the biggest thing that I notice with them is that their secondary are quite tall, right? You got six two, six foot, you know, uh, six three, uh, six four. So you got some guys that are quite tall in your secondary. And as your defensive ends, who could drop out into coverage, which we learned that during the house taking, um, if they needed to. So you got some really, you know, you got some tall guys out there defending, you know, some tall receivers that we have. So, you know, we might have more of an issue, you know, throwing the ball down the field than we have had because of that. Hmm. What would you do? What what should we do to kind of combat that when I've got... Oh, you know, throw back shoulder passes, try to get comeback routes, hook routes, uh, slants, things like that, you know. That's, you know, that that's what you would, you know, that's what you would want to do is like take advantage of of your cuts, you know, against those against those defenders really outwork them you know utilizing your leg work things like that right and uh try to neutralize them in that way especially if you got guys that can just flat like some of these guys are tall and big and slow just bust past them you know and just throw it up that's true so yeah that happens i mean the the biggest thing is like those passes where you know, a lot of teams we play, they got smaller. They have smaller defensive backs, uh, where you can, you know, just drop back and throw it up. You know, like like uh, like Ole Miss, for example, right? And you can just the quarterback can just drop back and just kind of float it in the air and let the let the receiver, you know, attack the ball. You know, and it's harder to do that, you know, when you're playing 
you know, players of a, you know, taller stature. It's it's harder to do that. So you can't, right. you know, you, you definitely don't want to get in a situation where you're throwing up a damn Hail Mary. Yeah, that's for, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't want to get in that situation anyway, right? So. No, <laughs> you'd hope not, yeah. And besides Trail and Burks, we hadn't had anybody shown that they could kind of play that. That's it, man. I mean, they're, they their special teams ain't nothing special. Um, you know, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good look at them. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've been sacked 22 times. I guess that's more on their offense, but they've been sacked more than they've sacked. So that's another, I think that offensive line, their offense. Been sacked um, 22 keep, times. Yeah. I do have a kick return for a touchdown. No punt return for a touchdown. They've given up two punt return touchdowns. Wow. Um, punting's not that great. Wow. Below 40 yards of punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about their kickers? Anything about that? Yeah. Well, Five another thing, seven. we might see some Four. sacks in this game, too, because their sacks allowed is pretty horrible. Yeah, that's... And their tackle yeah, for a loss is a lot, too. Like, their tackle for a loss allowed is, like, 4.40, right? And so, like, they're getting that... They're getting hammered out there, you know, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, we'll be able to take advantage of times where... Or we just kind of stop their drive or force them to where, you know, a second and 17, a third and 21. Where they're not really good at passing downfield to kind of convert that. Mm-hmm. That's a situation I'd like to see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope you don't see a shootout situation with this team. Um, but we might, you know, I mean, we've seen it. In other games <laughs> this year already, and and you know, I, I don't think they're an Ole Miss. I don't think they're as good as no. Ole Miss. And I'll tell you Not what, man, I think we're damn just as good as Ole Miss is. I, I don't give a damn what anybody says, man. We didn't beat them, but we're just as good as they are. They know that, and we know that. And like, I think Ole Miss could come in here and beat, you know, Mississippi State pretty easy. I think we'll be able to go in there and do it, do the same thing. So, even yeah, though, I feel pretty good saying. Even though we both have, you know, five five and three records, right? Even though we both beat Texas A and M, even though, you know, we we both lost a big one, theirs to Alabama, ours to Georgia, you know, even though we like our we look very similar in how we match up and this is just from watching them really just watching their games this year i just feel like we have a better team than they do we have a better rushing attack than they do i feel like we have a a a, a better uh passing game but then you know you're going against a good offense a good throwing quarterback right and in in your like Golly, we we've already had trouble with that this year. So, can our defense step up? I guess that's the thing. So can our defense step up and stop them? And if they can, we definitely win this game. 
definitely win this if our defense does what they're supposed to do. Even if we have crappy special teams again. <laughs> yeah, it's you gotta you gotta rely on the defense. Get some stops. Please get some stops. Cause, uh, Hell, I bet if the I defense just... does bad and the special teams does good, we'd still win. Because <laughs> we've had just several teams this year. We've had several games this year where the defense could have just kept sucking. That's fine. But if our special teams would have done well, we'd won those games. Yeah. Like three extra games. So, I don't give a shit. What y'all decide to fix... But y'all need to pick one and fix it during this bye week. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's easier? Golly. And Mississippi State was, I think they were 17th in the playoff rankings this week, so it'll be nice to get another. I'm sure, I'm guessing they're ranked top 25, so it'll be nice to get another uh, top 25 win. Um, I'll put that and kind of move up. Move up ahead in the standings. Move up ahead in the ranking. I don't. But I feel good. Six and three. I don't think they're ranked. It says here AP coaches just... vote poll RV, and then we have RV oh. by ours too. What the hell does that mean? Uh, receiving votes. Okay, it was just the. Well, so, the, the I guess we're committee. just both receiving votes. Yeah, it was just the playoff playoff rankings or whatever. They were seventeenth, which is weird that they were seventeenth anyways. Oh, they already came That's out different. with those. Mm-hmm. Were we on there? No, we weren't on there. Damn, man. No, we don't. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, we're as good that. as they are. Now we gotta whip them. Yeah. Golly, exactly. now it's personal. <laughs> as bad as Texas has been, that didn't make me feel like that was a good one. I thought they turned it around. I thought they started doing well after they took that loss. No, they've blown like, well, they've done well in several games where they're up in the fourth quarter and they've blown like three or four fourth quarter leads, which is pretty funny, but that's hilarious. (laughs) Doesn't make me, that's why we need to win some more games. So I'm not just bragging about beating Texas and brag about getting some SEC wins. Do you know we have the SEC's best third down defense? Really? I did not know that. <laughs> yep. I definitely didn't know that. That's pretty good, man. We we allow opponents to convert first downs 27.9% of the time. A conversion rate that ranks fourth best among the FBS teams. Damn, that's this good. Year. That's really good. But we are so down on this defense. Like, we are down on them all the time. I just want to mention this, man. That's just the stat I saw. No, I mean, but, I, God, there, there was, we're early in the down. season, we were we were forcing a lot of three and outs. And like, one first down and out and stuff. And I'm just. Like, we were. We were way better at the beginning of the year. Like, get that back. Yeah. Golly. Damn, that's crazy. Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought? <laughs> so everybody out there has been trashing the defense. That's pretty damn good. I mean, you, you can't ask for a lot more than that. Fourth best in the entire nation. Best in the SEC. Sec- 
Second. Damn. Second in the SEC in pass efficiency. That's pretty. Mississippi State's not, so we can. Maybe those big, tall defensive backs are slow as hell. <laughs> Sacks. That's awful. Traylon Burks caught a pass in 28 straight games now. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. He's about to get a, go over 1,000 yards pretty soon. We're one of three FBS teams with three ball carriers who have 400 or more rushing yards this season. Traylon Smith. 459, Raheem Sanders, 434, and Johnson at 419. That's pretty good. That is crazy, three of them. And we've lost three games? Like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> Why have we lost these games? Special teams. Go back and look at it. Well, you don't see, you don't see any hype about the special teams on here anywhere. They don't say, like, kicker hadn't missed a field goal all year, or they don't fumble punts or anything, man. They don't run into each other, none of that. Uh, we're 12th and punting. That's terrible. <laughs> Good Lord. In the SEC? Yeah. Golly. Uh, yeah, 100 something in the nation. Mississippi State's last in the SEC, so there's that. Thank God. Whew. Glad we're playing them this year, or this <laughs> game. Man, that is pretty bad. I don't know, man. I guess we should probably make our picks, man. I don't know. I guess we could probably go on all night about these two teams and trying to <laughs> find little things and reasons and the whys and how we're going to do it. <laughs> I could spend another four hours talking about it, honestly. <laughs> Looking up more stats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got Arkansas 34, Mississippi State 24. All right, you think it's going to be one of those uh, one of those shootout games, huh? That's not a shootout. You know what the I said? Shootout think? was that Ole Miss game. <laughs> Arkansas 28, Mississippi State 14. That's pretty good. I like it. Cloud of dust. Three cloud yards dust. and a cloud of dust. Every single every single play. Put it all on the defense's back. They got all those fancy stats. <laughs> so I guess we all gotta right, talk about uh, basketball now. We got our first game coming up on November 9th. I guess we're playing Mercer. How about that? Mercer basketball. All right. So there was the old boy that I, went up and he tried to, I guess the big thing was with the exhibition games and they don't stream the exhibition games. And this is the stupidest 
thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We complained about this shit last year. Continue to complain about it this year. Why the hell is the red, white game and the Met exhibition games not streamed online? And I don't give a shit if you do it like y'all used to way back in the day where I had to buy the Arkansas football package from Arkansas.com to watch it. I used to do that. And that's fine. I don't care if I need to buy an exhibition package or the red, white game <laughs> yeah. package that includes the two exhibitions. I don't give a damn. But you need to figure out a way to stream it so that I can watch it. Especially if you're going to be a jerk about it and you're going to go after some old boy that's streaming the game up in the stands, not hurting anybody, putting it on Twitter for everybody else to see that can't be there, you know, that's it, it literally not hurting anybody at all. Like, why? Why? Because you're not getting money from that? Like, just, is that just greed? Just greediness? Just your greedy little fingers, you know? Just gotta have the money. Then, damn it, put it up so we can pay for it and watch it. That's fine. We, we will. Or let people damn alone when they stream it so we can watch it at the beginning of the year. Make a choice. One of the two. Yeah, even if they say, oh, it's an SEC rules, like, you know what, guys? Why don't we just say we looked for Who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, shout out to the fan that was uh, streaming it for everybody. Pinto. Pinto he's, he's done it for, yeah, he's done it before. He's, he's done it past he's done it several years. times. <laughs> he's done it several times. Uh, nobody said anything. I don't know what's different about this year. Feels like if the basketball or the athletic program, whoever your check is greedy, I was like, hell, they've sold out every ticket for basketball. It's not like, not like you need, you know what I mean? Like, what what else do you want, man? You're gonna get plenty of money for basketball. Look, but maybe Let they people hadn't, like drive up. Maybe they hadn't thought about it. But if you was offered the red white game package that included the two exhibition games streamed in. Horrible quality to your computer. No announcers. I don't need announcers. No announcers. Nothing. For 20 bucks, would you watch it? And not only would I watch it, I would stream the shit. I would put it up on our podcast and we would announce it for $20. Right? Like, hell yeah, I'd pay for that. I'd watch that. Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's wild, man. I don't know. I'm kind of honestly glad I didn't see games. Kind of sucked, man. I mean, we almost lost to East Central, a Division Two school. Glad I didn't watch that one. So it's, it's hard. Got to a lot of new- Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go in there and say, "Hey, like this is what's going on. This is what we are." Like, you know, I mean, what we got a lot of players that come in, and you're thinking, "Hey, we got a good team. We got all these hot shot players." Sat another, you know, you got your red white game. You know, your red wins the red-white game, which is unusual because, you know, you had the guys you knew on the white team. So you're thinking, like, they're the ones that are going to, you know, win that game. But they don't. They are. And so then it comes down and you get this close game with, you know, East Central, like you're talking about, where it's a 77-74 game. And then damn North Texas, another close game, 68-60, win both of them. I mean, it ain't like you're losing them. At least you're damn winning them. But why in the hell do we got these close-ass games? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, are we gonna are we gonna come are we gonna have a year where it's kind of 
you know, we start off with these, you know, games and we're struggling and then we, we get better. Um, or is it, you know, golly, it's nail biters, right? We don't need nail biters this time of the year. Or is it just because, you know, we're rotating a lot of guys in on exhibition games and, you know, we had a lot of backups in. We're just letting everybody get some time. We're really trying to judge what we had out there and we were, you know, taking our time to like put these guys in and, and, and evaluate them. We don't know because we didn't get to watch it because when they tried to stream it, you went out there and stopped it. So we don't know. We can't tell you, but that's the questions you got to ask right now. Like when we go play Mercer first game, is it going to be 103 to, you know, 42? Like, like that's what I hope. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of, a lot of things, uh, a lot of new faces, some still some injuries with Jalen Williams and Monty Johnson, but there's no excuse for those games to be close. And there did seem like a uh, must was guys, but a lot of guys minutes starter. I mean, the the five starters got plenty of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's hard it's hard to say without really really watching it. But just from somebody that the uh, last week that told me about that, he didn't know what the hell was going on. He really thought that we were going to lose when we were down by double digits. Um, he just said it just what lack of energy. I don't know. This is this is the thing though. It's like yeah, of course, we're definitely going to be better. This team's going to probably start to gel in the SEC season later on. But is it going to be too late? Are we going to have lost to a Gardner Webb or a, a Penn or Central Arkansas or somebody like that? Maybe not. Maybe we go on throughout the non-conference. It could happen. I mean, when the lights come on on Tuesday night. Be a whole different animal, and you expect us to win all these games. At least win these three games before we go to the the Hall of Fame Classic little tournament. I was going to say once we go to the Hall. I was going to say once we go to the Hall of Fame Classic, we're playing Kansas State and Cincinnati, Illinois. I mean, we're 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 damn jumping in the fire. You know what I mean? So like, you got you got three more warm ups, and then you're playing real big boy basketball. But you can't lose them because it all comes down at the end when you're getting selected for the March Madness. They don't say, oh, well, that doesn't count because in November. No, hey, every damn game counts. They look at the RPIs and numbers and all that stuff. It's like, you don't want to have that. If I don't, because who knows how good these teams will be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Northern Iowa's pretty, they've been pretty good. They've had tournament wins in the past. Um, not not really Gardner Webb. Mercer's beat us. They beat us a couple years ago in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's something where hopefully these teams jail, but it's just the whole roster we've kind of did the last couple of years. Um, it's just college basketball in general. A lot of teams do that, but got some really good transfers. Kind of like who you kind of look at it though, and we kept getting transfer after transfer in the offseason. Like, where are they going to fit all these guys? In? It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like they're trying to find. I'd like to hope. I would like to see must press a little bit, play a little faster, and kind of be able to use that rotations a little bit more this year mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully i mean we're ranked in the preseason for the first time in quite a long time team mm-hmm. coming off an elite eight for the first time in 25 years so there's a lot to be excited about but those first couple exhibitions are a little weary but and that doesn't mean like you said we don't come out and beat mercer 140 though <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just like okay good yeah yeah well 104 i think would be good um, well, here's the thing, all right? And then we look at this first game we played, this East Central Arkansas, right? 
And we take a look at this when we look at our fill, our, our free throws, and we're we're looking good, man. We got that fifty eight point six. We've always said we want to, you know, we want to be, you know, high on that that. And then you look at your three point percentages, and you got two of sixteen. Like they are jacking up some threes and not hitting them, man. Twelve point five percent. And then in the paint, you know, you're looking at forty three. Point nine percent looking good in the paint, like fifty percent in the paint. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take it, man. You're almost at six percent with your free throws. Hell yeah, I'll take that. But your three points, you're just jacking them up and missing them, right? And then we saw this last year, and I complained about it, and I said you got to drive it to the basket. You got to quit. Like if you're not hitting your threes, don't just continually throw them up the damn board, you know. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and honestly, 16's not even a whole lot attempted. So uh, maybe they did shooting them pretty, that terrible for a while. I'm just like, all right, we're done with that. Did go to the free throw line 30 times. Mm-hmm. So, so. did out-rebound them, but, I mean, only out-rebound them by eight. Not really much to brag about. We only had nine assists there. We had more turnovers. Um, pretty bad team like that. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Our biggest lead was six points. <laughs> you know, yeah, their biggest lead was 14. So think about that. Yeah. Woof. Uh, Good crazy. Lord. Man, and they're even getting us on the, like, the rebounds. Like you said, second chances. They're, 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 they're beating, beating us on chances. everything, man. The only thing we're beating them on is fast breaks. Getting up and down the getting up and down the court. That sounds like some Nolan stuff right there. Beating them on the fast breaks. <laughs> I don't know who was our leading scorer in this game. Uh, Devonte Davis. So it's not really surprising. Even though he's a sophomore, he had the big tournament run last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, really came on last year, so. They said a lot, even though there's some senior transfers, upperclassmen guy that's even been here, him, and he's taken a pretty big role in the offseason and kind of for the year. Him and Note and Williams has been here. Hopefully Vanovers. Hopefully he improves this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see Note, uh, you know, he, he's doing well. I mean, he's, he's, having a, he's having a hell of a game. I like, you know, looking at you to me, and you look at him, and, uh, you know, he's getting up there and rebounding, man. And that's 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 exciting to see, you know, having a big guy down low to be able to get up there and get the ball. And that That's actually doing it. That's not like, you know, just sitting down there looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> Vanover didn't see much time. Looks like he might be on the bench a little bit this year. Yeah, he doesn't look like in the next game, too. North Texas only had five minutes playing. And that's last year after he had like 16 rebounds. North Texas, North Texas, you come out and you do almost you do almost the same damn thing against North Texas where you come out and you get 73% with your free throws. You're looking really good on your free throws. I love, I'll take that all day long, man. Anything above 60%. And then you look at uh, the paint, and you're hitting 42%. You're doing well in the paint, you know. But your three-point percentage, you're at 38.9. So you're actually hitting more of your threes this time 
than than you were in the last game. And I look at it, and I'm still like, man, that sucks. Seven to eighteen sucks, man. That still sucks a little bit. Like, why we throw up so many? <laughs> yeah, well, you're gonna have to get used to that. Cause that's just basketball in general these days. Oh yeah, close, I know. Close forty percent. That's pretty good. So I complain about I mean, every time we. Oh yeah, every game. Every, every year uh, until we start hitting the damn threes, and then I get all excited about it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it does rack up pretty quick, but <laughs> yeah, that forty percent is a lot better than that first game. Whatever, twenty to ten percent. I don't know. That was twelve. Twelve percent. Hell yeah, I'll take 12%. forty over twelve percent any day, right? Like, yeah, free throws even. So this is a better team. So definitely a better effort. Mm-hmm. We were ahead at fourteen at the half, and then just kind of just half-assed. Unime is really rebounding the hell out of the ball in this game, so he's looking good. Uh, Note looks good in this game, you know. And likes getting to the free throw line, seven and eight. Note did the same thing. Eight. Of, both I, those guys took it to the basket when they really needed to. So that was. He's got the high points in this game. Yeah, twenty one is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. You never know with Note. He's last year. Last year he did this. Never he could score twenty something. He could score five. I like the I like the games where he's on a little bit more. And you see likes, you know, and he's done well in both games too. Hit, you know, thirteen points in the last game, fourteen points in this game now, so he's gonna be somebody to watch, you know, throughout the year. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, he's one of the really excited when we got him. He came by transfer from Miami. I don't know, he's been ranked in the top ten in the ACC for several years so he's he's uh five foot seven so that's exciting to watch little mugsy bogues kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll definitely be able to know who he is out there but he's he was really good in ACC the best kind yes yeah, and he got tony and davis right behind him and they did well in both games also you know uh Putting up seven, eight points, you know, ten points. So they had, you know, they had decent games. Yeah, yeah. Tony, that that first game had like 15 rebounds. Only a couple this time, but still it was four out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty good game. Uh, Jackson Robinson, he's supposed to be the supposed to be a sharp shooter and 0 for 3, and I don't think he hit one the first game, so he's got a... Uh, 14 minutes of not not really much from kind of uh, and then KK Robinson, Kalen Robinson coming off that uh, knee injury last year, four assists is pretty good. Um, and then Wade his first game. Well, our, okay. Our turnovers are much better in this game too, right? So, well, we still got more than more than our damn assists, which is which is crazy. Wait, we got the same amount. Exactly. Oh, my bad. 18. That is crazy. 13 second chances. 18. Good Lord. And they outscored us in the paint. That's not... They did outscore us in the paint, man. That's not good. We've got to get Jayla Williams back. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully he plays Tuesday Oh, their bench outscored us. Our, their bench outscored our bench. 
Like really, you look at the you look at the damn numbers and you're like, shit, man, we should lost this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, if we didn't have that last first half, but... Lord, what the hell were y'all thinking? <laughs> should be a fun year, man. I just it's just gonna take some jailing, but it's just you can't you can't afford to like you can't drop a not like the NBA or something where you can drop a couple games in a long season. You just can't. Uh, we've got to bring it Tuesday. What do you think, man, start what, what do you think about Mercer? Like, what's your honest like opinion on them? Like, how do you th- how do you think we attack them from a coach's perspective? Like, what do we do going into this game? I don't I don't know much about Mercer, man. I'm not really sure. <laughs> what they do, man? I haven't seen our plays. It's kind of hard to say. Oh, we're fixing to. The Mercer Bears. Number one team in the nation, Tim. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, who else do we play? How many games we got before? Okay, we only got one game before the next podcast. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we got Mercer on November 9th, and then on the 13th, we play uh, Gardner-Webb, and then on the 17th, Northern Iowa. But we can cover those on the... Oh, yeah, that'll be next week. Next week, yeah. Let's see. Let's see who they've played. Mercer has played Fort Valley State University, and they beat them. It was the only game they've played so far. They got uh, KJ. Oh shit! Looks like he's their leading scorer. Deucet is his name. It's not. Not a cool name. Then they got this Rudolph door even. Well, that's Fort Valley. Um, let's see, Mercer. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you for catching that. Good lord. Tolly Alver- Alvarez. Well, he looks pretty good. Nineteen points. Alvarez. Oh, that's like two guys. Is really Tolly. efficient. Tolly, that's a pretty cool name. Jalen Johnson, twelve points. You got this grant, this Sharon Grant down here with seventeen points, and this yeah, Tamar Robinson with thirteen. They kind of look like they spread the wealth a little bit, but those are big names. See Alvarez, so he's probably the. Oh, let's see. That's that Six. looks how it looks. Who you're gonna have to worry about is Alvarez, Johnson, so Shannon. And Kamar from this team. Maybe Felipe. Felipe, Felipe James. Felipe and James, they had a good game, but they it wasn't nothing, you know. What nothing to write home about. Man, that's a big old boy, this Shannon Grant. Six ten, two eighty. So that's gonna be who's gonna match up. We don't have anybody near like guys are like two hundred and twenty pounds. 
So that's a that's gonna be a big matchup for us inside. Man, he did that eight eight field, eight makes eight field goals in sixteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And big old boy hit a three. Two hundred. You, you gotta be careful when they're jacking on them big guys are jacking up threes. Man, they can hit them. Goodness. Mercer, I don't know, man. Mercer don't play. I know Fort Valley. I'm trying to look up what division. I don't. Other division two. Okay. Looks well, like this Jalen. That's their three point guy in this Kamar. You know, that's their. They're 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 they're, they're jacking up the most threes out of anybody. Three of five, four six. So. Let's see. They hit about forty five percent. They. Mm. Not as good free throws, 63%. Like you said, Alvarez and then, uh, what's his name, Shannon, are both in the paint. They're about the same. You know, they eight, 8 of 10 and 8 of 11. I mean, they're about the same uh, working down low. So, But you're only getting 16 minutes for Shannon versus 26 for Alvarez. you got to wonder why that is. Yeah, well. Yeah, Alvarez definitely. What is he? 6'2", 165. He's been... They're going to be coming in to win this thing, man. Oh, yeah. Especially after two games we just played. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to be looking at that and be like, you know, beat these guys. I guess there's no film. Surely if we don't get to watch it, they don't send film over to... They better not damn be sending film to the other team if we don't get to watch it. Yeah, they probably were mad when Pinto got put out. <clears throat> now, they all know what we're doing. now they all know what we're doing. Damn it, Pinto. <laughs> That's probably why they did it. Probably why we're going to lose to this team. It's probably going to be Pinto's fault. Probably. Damn. Damn, Pinto. So- that half of basketball <laughs> Mercer watch. Uh, what if we just get beat really bad? Coach comes out and he's like, "That's what y'all get. That's what the fans get." Like that would be super hurtful because he's like so supportive of every like sport and everything. Oh yeah, it's what happens when you stream the damn red white game. There's a reason we don't put it on. The internet. The reason you can't purchase he, it, <laughs> man. He, I mean, yeah, he's he's a poor loser. So he, if, if we did get beat by Mercer, boy, he, <laughs> not sure what he'd do, man. Good Lord. That's why he needs to win, so he doesn't have to be a poor loser. I don't know. I guess we should guess a score for this one, huh? Yeah. Let's see here. What do you got? Mercer. Uh oh. 72. Arkansas. 83. 83. 72. Okay. I'm going to go Arkansas. 91. Mercer. 68. Hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right, so here's the thing, man. I'd love to tell you about hockey. I'd love to give you their update. I'd love to tell you, you know, what their stats look like. I'd love to dig into the next team. They don't put nothing on their damn website. We don't even know if they won the last two games they played because they ain't put nothing up there. 
Like what? <laughs> Update your stats, your website. Like how do we know? How can we support you? Help us help you. Help us help you. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess I mean, I'm sure they won. Sure. Maybe they lost both yeah. of them. Maybe they lost both of them and they're ashamed. And that's why they didn't put it up there. They, just, they didn't want to say it. Yeah, I hope not, but it's crazy. I mean, they've always updated no matter what. It's always kind of... This year they've definitely been less like because at the beginning of the year we went to look at some stats and stuff they didn't have it updated like they normally did like last year they gave us a, like a player profile and stuff like it was really nice remember um yeah yeah but, you know they didn't do that this year we wasn't able to go through all those things this year so all i'm saying is get, get your shit together hockey <laughs> I, heard, I hear that the hockey jerseys are on sale you know i don't know i haven't got a link for that uh if i get one i will put it out you know social media for the hog call so everybody else can pick one up if y'all want but if they are i'm definitely picking one up for sure yeah, i think they're sweet i think they're like a hundred dollars last year and i'm okay with that but even if they're 120 i'd still pick one pick one up <laughs> Yeah, this would be pretty sweet. I tell you, I have a hockey jersey that I bought 20 years ago. And that I, I and I wasn't I wasn't a big fan and the lightning wasn't really a big thing back then. And uh, I had basically just moved to Tampa Bay, so I wasn't a huge lightning fan. I just wanted a hockey jersey because I was a big Kevin Smith fan. And he wore a hockey jersey all the time, and so I was over at uh, <laughs> I was over at uh, Universal Studios, and they have you know they had a, a whole sports thing when you walk in there where you can buy you know whatever you want. So I was like, hell, I'm buying me a hockey jersey. So I just <laughs> looked for the one with the coolest logo, basically. So I, I wound yeah. up getting the uh, Flames, right? The Calgary Flames. It's a cool ass jersey, man, and. Uh, I still wear that thing, and I wore it every day for a long time, but it looks brand new still this day. I wore it a lot during college. You remember me wearing that thing? Oh, yeah. So Those hockey jerseys last forever. Yeah, those are really good materials. You'll, it'll, be, it'll pay off for itself pretty quickly, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it's one of the most comfortable things. Like You can wear it when it's super cold out, or you can wear it when it's a little bit, you know, when it's a little warm. And not, not, you don't wear it when it's hot, definitely. You'll be just being too hot. But you can wear it in a lot <laughs> of different situations from, like, as soon as it hits the 70-degree range and down, like, they're good. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Well, how was uh, the uh, fantasy? Well, let's do picks first. I just wrote down these picks. If you oh, want yeah, to. yeah. Let's do those. Um, last time we both went 9-3, and three, so you're 69-47 and, and I'm 72-44. and 44. 
on the year. So sixty-nine Got to forty-seven. Uh-huh. And you're what? Seventy-two and forty-four. Damn, man. <laughs> Son of a gun. All right. <laughs> uh, Virginia Tech at Boston College. Let's go Boston College. Okay. That's probably... Uh, I'll do Vontech to be different, but yeah, it's, that's kind of a terrible game. Um, Army at Air Force. This time of the year, there's a lot of... Starts the losses start to rack up. It's hard to really get excited about these picks. But Army at Air Force. Um, good Lord, man. Army at Air Force? That would be a pretty good one. Um, let's go Air Force. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go Air Force, too. Up there in the mountains. Um, Kansas State at Kansas. You know, I'm pretty sure that... I'm just thinking about it. I'm pretty sure that... Um, coach Horton is the running back coach at Air Force. Ah. I think you're right about that. Yep. They've, been, they've had a really good year this year, so good for... Uh, he's still the he's running backs coach and special teams coordinator. He's, we need to get him as our special. That's teams what I was to say. We might need him at the University of Arkansas with all these awesome <laughs> running backs we got and horrible special teams. Yeah, I, I hope mean, you're looking at that, Coach. My Oof. goodness, it'd be nice to see him back here where he belongs. Right. Uh, let's see, Kansas State at Kansas. Kansas State at Kansas. Let's go Kansas State. Okay, I'll go Kansas State as well. Um, Louisiana Tech at UAB. Louisiana Tech. Okay, I'll go UAB. Um, SMU at Memphis. Memphis. I'll go SMU. Man, I'm picking a lot different. Um, Wake Forest at North Carolina. Wake Forest. I'll go Wake, too. They're undefeated still. Well, SMU's a smart move. They are like the 23rd team in the nation. I just don't think they're that good. <laughs> I don't think well, they're that good this year. I think they're overrated. That's all. Yeah, like, they got a loss. They pretty good last week. Uh, let's see. Um, Auburn at Texas A&M. Um, shit, man. Does everybody get a turn with Texas A&M except for Alabama? I almost feel like that. I'm going to (laughs) go Auburn. I bet everybody gets a turn with Texas A&M this year. Yeah. Everybody gets to beat them, but everybody gets to beat them, but Alabama. (laughs) How embarrassing is that for saving? Yeah. Man, I, I may go with you and pick Auburn. Auburn's been, I hate to say it because I don't like the coach, but Auburn's been looking good here lately. Half, man. Nah, I'm going to change my pick. I'm changing to A&M. They're yeah, at home. Um, Michigan State at Purdue. Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah. Yeah, oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's not a... Um, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Um, not really a whole lot of good games, except, I mean, Auburn a and is about the closest as far as... Let's go Oklahoma State. Okay. I'll go... Um, they got that mullet coach over here still? Oh, yeah. I'm going West Virginia. Yeah, they got all Gundy. I'm going with the mullet. Anybody <laughs> with a mullet can win some football games. <laughs> um, NC State at Florida State. Mm. I, mean, I think Florida State's got that. Man, I, I probably shouldn't do it, dude. Oh, That's right. I'm going to go NC State, the Wolfpack. Oh! Jesus Christ. Man, I should have done it too. <laughs> I'm sticking with them. I'm going to stick with these losers. <sighs> um, hmm. Tennessee at Kentucky. Tennessee. Kentucky. Kentucky's good, man. They got a good program this year. They can definitely beat the hell out of Tennessee. Yeah, at home, too. I'll say Kentucky rebounds. Um, uh, golly. Like, the other SEC games stink. Like, I'm not, we're not, LSU and Alabama, uh, Florida, South Carolina, those are all, I say that, though, South Carolina. Florida, South Carolina? Yeah. We can pick that one if you want. I don't know. I'm probably going to pick Florida. Yeah. I am too. Um, Texas at Iowa State. Hmm. Let's go with Texas. Okay. I'll go Iowa State. Um, USC at Arizona State. Arizona State. Yeah. They got... Uh, go yeah, let's go with them. Yeah. I'll go Arizona State, too. That's it. Oh, fantasy. Okay. Fantasy! Sports. Fantasy sports. Coming at you. Fantasy call. sports on the Hall Call Network. I was about to say, <laughs> you read my mind, man. <laughs> the Hall Call Network coming at you. What the hell? Well, let me, let we got me. rants. We got raves. <laughs> and everything got, in between. We got writers. Oh, damn it, Billy. Why don't you ever get it right? <laughs> you know? Sure. No. Holy moly, man. All right. We told Let's you we recap. wanted some sound effects. Not one fucking sound effects. <laughs> <Not whole>. one. <laughs> Through the whole podcast, man. Not one. Not one. I can't yeah, believe he's I can't believe he's crying back there, Tim. He's I'm not getting paid, guys. Yeah. There's a reason for that, obviously. All right. Week nine. Last week, man. 
Fantasy is coming to a close too. I am sad about the end of the end. Get I haven't bad. done I haven't uh, done well. I'll be honest. Uh, last week E V Dobb beats Hogstradamus. 175 to 129. Good God. Big, big Wiener, <laughs> big Wiener Bandits. Spartan Duff. One beat Maynard. 195 to 199. Good. Run like Lord. a Razorback. Beat Florida Hog. 190 to 80. My and then God. Pit Boss beat Hog Call. 188 to 155. Wow. wow. So, we're, so we're looking at Pit Boss. That's me. First place. Above at seven and two. Seven game win streak. I started off zero and two. Uh, Big Wiener Bandits are seven and two, but they've got less points, about 120 less points than me. Um, Run like Razorbacks five and four. Team Evie Dobbs five and four. Maynard four and five. Hawk Team Hawk calls on a three game lose streak, th- losing streak three and six. I can't win. Florida Hogs three and six. And Hawks Dramas two and seven. We only got a couple weeks left, um, and there's only four spots to make the playoffs. I, I haven't done well. I haven't done well, but we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep trucking. We're gonna keep trucking. We're gonna keep trying. Uh, my games are all like I lost by a point. I lost by a couple points, like, and then I got blown out this way. But. No. That's all right. <laughs> so let's see. Got two more weeks before the playoffs. So you need to. You really need to. Um, I mean, either getting in or I'm not, man. I'm just going to set my line up and I'm going <laughs> to let it roll. You know, what can I do? Oh, you got to try, though, man. You got to try. Dude, I, I was in a, I'm in a league where you just pick the winners of a damn, of, of the NFL teams, right? And I've been in the top five for the entire year, man. One, a couple weeks. Which means I get like four hundred dollars, which is cool, right? Because I get the four, but I forgot to pick tonight's game, so like I'm probably done. I'm probably done in it. Like I'm probably, probably, I'm probably it. That's probably it. I probably can't recover from that. Who would you have picked, uh, Indianapolis or the Jets? Indianapolis. Yeah, you definitely would have won that. Yeah. <laughs> I think they won by thirty or forty. Mm-hmm. And they were ranked in, at the like top, like numbered, like it was like the most heavily yeah, weighted team for whatever damn yeah. reason tonight. Yeah. And I missed it, man. I, I fucked, I missed it. And but I'm just saying, it's like those those are the things that you know that happen. And the reason I missed it, I can tell you why I missed it. It's all it's all down here. It's spiral. It all like connects, right? So at the beginning of the year, I'm in a league for work. And I had picked, I can't remember who it was, but I had picked somebody to win a game, and then they damn lost this week. And the NFL games are crazy this week. Like, the the, the amount of underdogs that won was just, yeah, it, it was insane. So, anyway, um, I had, like, I think it was the Bills or something. Anyway, I lost, and then... Um, I forgot to make my pick today because I forgot about that because I was doing them both at the same time. And so that's what caused me to, you know, not think about it. <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. I hope I can. Maybe I'll win every game. Maybe I'll win every other game except for that one game and then I'll Just still be game, in it. Man. Maybe I'll get lucky, man. Maybe some people pick the Jets, man. No. Jets are coming off. Nobody picked the Jets, dude. 
No. Maybe. Maybe. I would never pick the Jets. Like, if you <laughs> bet in Vegas against the Jets every single game, you would make more money than you lost. If you just did That's that, true. if you just took a hundred dollars at the beginning of the year and you bet on every single damn team that plays the Jets just to win outright, just to win. Even if you're only, you know, making fifty dollars off that bet, you're gonna win more money than you lose at the end of the year if you just keep rolling it over. It's crazy if you just have like enough income where you can just go and just do that. And just even if you just make a little just always even if you're not if you're not doing the spread or whatever, you're just doing straight up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just pick against them. It's like Oh man. The 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 problem with it is is you can't you can't get greedy. Right? So you take a million you take a million in, you know, and you bet it on the the first team or whatever to win, and you you win a million five hundred thousand. You what you really want to do is put the five hundred thousand in the bank and then bet the million on the next game and continue doing yeah. that, right? And then taking the winnings and putting it, you know, in the bank. But what people do is they bet that, and then they bet the whole damn sum in the next and the next, and then like the <laughs> Patriots, like they wind up beating the damn Patriots down the road or something, some wild ass. You know, they play the Bucks and beat the Bucks or the Saints or some some team they're not even supposed to damn win and you lose it all, you know, and, and you're like, Well shit, I can't start over. Man, on this this damn uh kind of pisses me off on this website. Uh on this fantasy web college fantasy website it says the trivia is Bear Bryant never served as head coach at which of these schools? Maryland, Alabama, A and Kentucky. It's like, damn it, man. Why couldn't he have coached? Why do we have to be the answer? Why couldn't he have just coached us, man? Won us several national championships and Saban would have wanted to come here. Because he joined the damn army and went and fought overseas when he was offered the job instead. He went to war. He'd rather went to war than coach at the University of Arkansas. Golly. What an ass. What an ass. Thank you for your service, Paul Bear Brown. I just <laughs> don't have me. I just <laughs> We could have been uh, Alabama. <sighs> I've thought about that more than once. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think about how it, Kentucky man. feels. Yeah. He won a national true, championship man. at Kentucky and they dumbasses gave him a watch. And a pat on the back and hope that he would stay. <laughs> Think about that. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. I guess that's about all we got. I don't have anything else. That's pretty good. That's a good podcast. Woo pig suey. Go hogs. <laughs>